What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Spark Plug Podcast, episode two. I um, want to thank you guys for an awesome first episode and great support on it. Um, I appreciate each and every one of you. We all appreciate each and every one of you. Um, I'm joined today by Trey Man Burner. Say what's up. What's up? What's up? What's up? Um, changed his at on uh, Twitter to OKC Flow, but he's still Trey Man Burner. Um, Andrew um, at Thunder Random is not here today. Um, could not be with us, but he will be back. He is our third co-host, of course. But um, today it's just going to be us two. We got a lot to talk about, though. Um, just want to throw it out there. Um, we just really appreciate you guys. Um, had a blast recording, and we just could not wait to record a second one. Um, we've got a lot to talk about today. Um, but as we previously did, we're going to jump right in um, with a little bit of small talk first. How have you been? How have you been? Have you been Trey? I've been uh, I've been good. Um, got done with some finishing up some stuff for school. Uh, my I still have to do my baseball banquet, which is coming up. Uh, but besides that, I'm good. Hey, How about you? That's a dub. I've I've been great, man. I I was talking to you earlier, but I wanted to say on the pod too. I got to live out a little bit of a dream of mine and be a PA announcer for one day. I got to announce a softball game. It was my girlfriend's softball game. It was a blast. I like I like announcing. It's fun. Um, maybe that's kind of why I like uh, kind of why I like doing the podcast like this. <clears throat> but um, yeah, um, I had something I wanted to say, but I completely forgot it. Um, completely and utterly forgot it. Um, so if you don't have any other further comments, we can just jump into the OKC segment, which I figured we'd kind of improv today. Just kind of yeah. bring something up. Do you have anything you want to talk about Thunder related? Um, we're now a week away from lottery. Oh yeah. So I'm expecting, I'm expecting the worst, hoping <laughs> for the best. Hey, me too, man. Me too. I think that's just the way it's been. Lately, with yeah. the lottery, um, but I, I think, I think, no matter what, we have a great chance of moving up if we do fall. Um, so be it. We'll find someone good. We got Trey at eighteen. So exactly, was it eighteen or sixteen? I can't remember. It was eighteen. Eighteen. It was we eighteen traded. because we traded. Yeah, we yeah, traded yeah, yeah. sixteen. For a future first round in 18. 18. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I got you. I got you. Um, but, yeah. Um, I'm Max, by the way. I almost forgot to say that again. At Gilgis Max on Twitter. Okay, see, always on Instagram. Um, NBA Talks on YouTube. Um, that's a real small channel, though. Probably not going to find that if you talk hey, about NBA Talks. <laughs> hey, don't diss that channel, man. That hey. Giddy video. I know. I, I did I did put a lot of work into it. That's for sure. I just it's it's a small channel, and if you type in NBA talks, you're gonna see a lot of ESPN, a lot of Sports Center, a lot of stuff like that. <laughs> for now, for, for now. facts, for now, exactly for now. That's facts. Okay, so um, that was a really short segment on OKC, but like this is like the most dead time of the year for the Thunder because. We're really not going to be active in free agency all that much. Um, not going to be really active in, um, well, yeah, we could be active in the trade market, but it's mainly the draft, and we have exactly from this recording 
seven days till the draft lottery, which is probably the biggest day of the year for Thunder fans. So we're super excited for that. Um, also, if we, go ahead. One thing I want to say, uh, I know we have been talking about it, but we ha- have we decided and if, do we want to announce uh, that we will either be going live on Instagram or some way for the lottery? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, expect a live stream from us on either Twitter, via Twitter Space, Instagram, or maybe YouTube. Most likely Instagram, in my opinion, most likely. Um, yeah. But expect it and be there. It's going to be a great time. Watch the lottery with the boys. It's going to be fantastic. It's going to be a great time. Um, like I said, probably the biggest day of the year for us Thunder fans because this really, really decides um, who we're going to be looking at on our team as a rookie. So um, one of them at least, and maybe two, could move up. Um, I have that hope in the back of my head, even though it's going to probably get crushed, but it's okay. Um, anyways, I, oh yeah, I remember now. I wanted to give a shout out um, to everybody I know I already kind of did, but not this specifically to show that showed love on that uh, first episode. Um, Spotify says we got seven followers on there. Absolutely awesome. Shout out to every one of you guys. I know one of my friends, I don't know if he wants me to say his name, so I won't. Um, he said he got post notes on and he's waiting on the next episode. Shout out to you. This is for you. This is for all you guys. Uh, but you get it. I appreciate you guys. We appreciate you guys. God bless you all. Um, for real, for real. Yeah, if we don't have anything else to say about OKC, we can hop right into a new segment that is going to be introduced. Wanted, wanted to say one more thing about the pod. Go, Make go. sure you go do, drop that follow, Facts. give us five stars. Facts. And just talk to your friends about it. Facts. Spread, spread the news. Mouth of word is... Is that, did I say that right? Word of mouth. I'm, I'm an idiot. Word of mouth, yeah. <laughs> word of mouth is a powerful word, so... Um, spread it around, please. We would appreciate it. So, anyways. Been a long day. Yes. Um, spark plug player of the day. New segment. Um, basically, role plug, uh, role plug, role player of the day, basically, to simplify it a little bit. Um, spark plug is obviously a term used for somebody that comes off the bench, kind of, um, intertwined with role player a little bit. So, we just made our own little segment. Um, this is being recorded on Tuesday, May the 10th. So spark plug player of the day for me is Al Horford for sure. After his performance in Milwaukee last night, 30 points, um, his playoff career high. He killed it, man. I mean, he is the biggest or second biggest reason they walked away out of Milwaukee with a dub last night. For sure. For sure. Um, for you. Yeah. Do we want to do Sundays too? Because I wanted to talk about someone on Sunday. Um, if we can, yeah, we're gonna be grinding. We're gonna be grinding away for y'all for sure. Like as many episodes. Oh, as last possible. Sunday, last Sunday, the game force. Um. Oh yeah, yeah. We can talk about whatever, man. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Do you have one? Because uh, I let me think pull I pull it up. You go for it, man. Go for it. But I need I need to make sure that I'm looking at the right one. Um, so yeah, my, for Sunday, mine was, uh, Dorian Finney-Smith. He just killed it in that Mavs game against the Suns in game four. Um, he was, I'll, I want to get into him a little bit more when we do our recap, 
but he was just tearing up their big men from furry. Yeah. Um, and then Luca was just able to drive right in because Dorian would attack, that up. Yeah. pace out, shoot it, or just uh, dot it right to Luca, right under the rim, and it worked every time. They just couldn't stop Sunday. it. Eight and Dorian's Dorian's shooting has been amazing. Oh yeah. So yeah, for Sunday, Dorian is my spark plug uh, um, player of the game. I'm gonna give it to <clears throat> Dorian as well, but I'm also gonna give an honorable mention to Davis Bertans, who came in the game and shot uh, four for six on threes, really giving them a spark plug. Um, as we're recording this, um, Dallas and Phoenix are playing right now. It's sixty fifty one. And Davis, again, he came in in like two minutes and hit two threes and got a four-point play as well. So he's just been huge for them as well, I think, in limited minutes, just coming in and knocking down threes and just spreading the floor, like you said. So, um, yeah, I want to give it to those two guys. And for him to be written off in that trade as just a cap casualty. Yeah. Just because of bad season, too. That's all it was. And it, it's kind of crazy. Like, like same thing happened to Dinwiddie. Like, I think a lot of fans seen the Dinwiddie Porzingis trade as like a salary dump for Porzingis instead of like actually acquiring Dinwiddie. And I can't speak for the franchise, of course, in the uh, front office, but like something tells me they had a little bit of intent acquiring Dinwiddie. You know, to pair him with Luca. Yeah. Um, but. For yesterday, it's definitely Al Horford for me. Uh, that was a great game to watch. Um, um, Man, the, those live tweets from me and you in a voice call. Oh, yeah, facts. It was a dub. Was Watching a that game. Show. That was amazing. Big Al. Facts, bro. Big Al. It just He just showed out, man. Thunder legend Al Horford. We love him. He had, he had 15 points in the third quarter. Crazy. Just yeah. took over that game. Um, oh, well, and my honorable mention goes to George Hill, another Thunder legend, just showing out, fighting all game long. Facts, facts, big facts. Um, something I want to talk about from the Boston-Milwaukee game. Um, the size of Milwaukee, I just feel like it killed Boston. Um, they had a tough time on the glass. They gave up a lot of offensive rebounds. And in a lot of pick-and-roll situations, um, in one specific instance, it was a pick and roll between Giannis and Brooke Lopez with Marcus Smart guarding the ball. And either way, Marcus Smart is going to end up on a guy, you know, five or six inches taller than him at the least. You know, and, you know, Marcus Smart's a fantastic defender. He's Defensive Player of the Year for a reason. But that's just not, like, something you want um, every every time down the floor. So, I, you know, I feel like, especially without Rob Williams yesterday, I know he's a smaller big, but he really helps in terms of size um, to round out the interior. Um, even just at six foot nine, so but Tice, uh, Tice gave them a lot of good minutes defensively too. A lot of good verticality shown by Tice. Um, Horford, I mean, obviously, like we just said, the biggest or second biggest reason they won the game. But um, I think size for Boston was the biggest struggle that they had, honestly, my opinion at least. Oh, for sure. Um, missing the Time Lord Robert uh, Williams definitely. Definitely impacted uh, down under the rim. Um, but I'm, I was impressed with uh, Grant Williams and uh, Daniel Tice. Yeah, and they fought. They Big fought. Al. They fought, man. They, they fought. They gave 
they gave Giannis a run for his money, and that's a lot of the reason. Yeah, that's a lot of the reason they won that game is because they were they were just going after Giannis, sending two people, three people. Yeah. Um, and 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 then Jalen's. Giannis is just going to make a pass, and you're just going to have to live with it. Like one time, they yeah. they sent three guys at him on the baseline. He was like right at the edge of the the painted area on the baseline. They sent three guys at him, and he just made a beautiful over-the-top pass to the wing. And I don't remember if the shot was made or not, but like stuff like that. And you just have to rotate out. You just, you know, you, you, made, him move, you made him move the ball. You did what you wanted. So I commend Boston for that. Very mobile defense. Jalen Brown's uh, defense on Giannis off the pick and roll was extremely special, I thought, too. For uh, Giannis to be, I wouldn't say he's a much bigger than Jalen Brown, but way bulkier. Yeah, Giannis is a big guy. Jalen Brown is a big, he's a big guard. Yeah. Um, But his defense on Giannis... It was it was great to watch, uh, switching right on, not letting Giannis bully him in the paint, um, and just like George, I said for George Hill, Jalen Brown just kept fighting. I had written down in my notes, can the Celtics succeed if Jalen Brown doesn't show up big time? And it, it's not a question to me because Jalen Brown showed up big time, and he has for now the past three games. Yeah. And if they, if he continues this, it's Celtics winning the series. You think so? Yeah, I think Jalen Brown dropping twenty five a night with Tatum playing like the top ten player he is. Yeah, it's especially with middle with Middleton not playing. I just don't think Giannis can do it on his own. I know he's got uh, Drew. But Drew is just not that offensive uh, attacker. Even though I do think Drew is extremely special. Uh, we did see last night, he did a little did a little spin off, I can't remember who it was, and then faked the pump on Jalen and laid it up. And then just shows how much he's uh, developed his offensive game for the years. Yeah, no doubt about it. Um... He's just so important to them in in, in so many ways, um, no doubt about it. But I just really wanted to touch on that as well, and um, also see uh, Milwaukee playing a lot of drop coverage on the pick and roll. Um, Tatum, um, he got a little mid range pull up early on, and I like that shot for him. And I like that shot for the uh, Celtics offense as well because that's what they're going to get. Like with Lopez, Lopez is such a great rim protector, and he's going to drop to cover that lane. You're going to take that mid range pull up if you can get it. Um, that's why I think, you know, Chris Paul would eat that defense alive if they got a rematch with uh Brook um not Brooklyn, excuse me, uh, Milwaukee in the finals. But um anyways, moving on, you have anything else to say about that uh game or series? Uh no, I think that's it. Okay. Should we uh should we go to Warriors Grizzlies or go back to Mavs and Suns? Well, I was going to go to uh Heat Sixers. Oh, all right. Yeah, we can do that. Okay, so um just want to ask. Playoff MVP, is it Jimmy Butler? I think so. I think if it's so, not man. Jimmy, then it's uh, 
I really don't even have like a second person. I can't even say if it's not Jimmy because that's what I'm saying. There's no one comparable right now. If it's not Jimmy, I'd probably have to say Giannis. Um, I would say I would say Giannis or Jordan Poole. Yeah, Jordan Poole's been playing great. He has, but um, <clears throat> just what Jimmy does on both sides of the ball and what Giannis does on both sides of the ball, I would put them above um, Jordan Poole. But no, no disrespect to Jordan Poole, of course. But um, I'm going to give it to Jimmy because he has been explosive and scored when they needed him to score and clamped when they needed him to clamp, and he's a freaking leader. Um, I respect the heck out of Jimmy as well. So I, he, he's been my MVP so far in the playoffs, and, and you know, the Heat just blew the Sixers out of the water. And how about this for the ESPN stat of the pod? Are you ready for this ESPN stat? Drum roll, please. Yes, sir. Joel Embiid was minus 29 in game five, his worst plus minus of his postseason career. Damn. It's um, Joel Embiid. He is um, a fantastic player, but I didn't get to watch this game. I'm going to have to go watch film, and I'll give my uh, thoughts on how they played him and stuff. In the uh, sorry if you hear the siren outside. No, you're good. You're good. Uh, I can't really. Can you hear it? Not really. Okay. Okay. I also want to apologize to anybody listening. My voice is not the best right now. It sounds very raspy, and I'm not sure why. I think it has to do with allergies. This is not how I usually sound uh, to the fullest extent. But anyways, um, Joel Embiid, 17 points tonight, seven of 12, played 33 minutes. James Harden, 5 for 13, 14 points. They both have minus 29s. Tobias Harris, minus 27. They just got blown out of the water, man. I mean, they, and Jimmy Butler had a plus 36. 23 points. Nine rebounds, six assists, only two turnovers. Jimmy's a bucket, man. Jimmy G buckets and the G stands for gets. Yeah. Um, this team is just so um, good. They're, they're, they're just built well, man. They're built for the playoffs. Yeah. I love what all deep is giving them as well. Sorry, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, you're good. Uh, what was I going to say? Shoot. Um, I want to know. I want to know if Joel is going to. I haven't seen it, but I also haven't checked my phone a lot. I want to know if Joel's going to get as much hate for putting up that stat line as Jokic would. Because it. From. With Jokic winning MVP, and we'll talk about that more when Andrew comes back. Um, he's been getting a lot of hate on NBA Twitter, and I don't think a lot of people like process the fact that it's a regular season award. So yeah, let's say let's say Jokic, oh he got knocked out of the playoffs. Why is he MVP? Well, Joel just put up one of the worst stat lines of his career in the playoffs. Yeah. Why should he be MVP? Um, I don't. I, he didn't really shoot bad necessarily. He just didn't take a lot of shots. He also took a shot to the face during the game, like his his broken face. He took a shot. I'll put it in the Discord so you can uh, look at it. Um, but yeah, he got hit in the face. Looks very painful. Prayers up to Joel. Like. And I'm I'm not bashing Joel. I I like him oh, as a yeah, player, yeah, yeah. but I just don't understand the hate that Jokic gets all the time. But Joel just doesn't get that same hate on the bad nights. Yeah. 
Oh man, dude, that must hurt. I mean, that's a broken face. He just basically, um, for anybody that cannot see it or has not seen it, um, Joel Embiid went up for a rebound, and I believe that's Dwayne Dedman. I think is who that is. He's, he's experiencing right yes, no, now. yes, Dwayne Dedman. Um, he tapped the ball, but the ball was already in Joel Embiid's hand, so it pushed back and hit Joel Embiid right in the oh. face, and he fell down. And I mean, he looks to like maybe even be crying. And that's not something like I'm not making fun floor, of him. You... Like that, that just looks like that looks like that hurt. So prayers up. Um, yeah, prayers to you all. Yeah. Um, hope he gets better. Hope he's all right. Hope it's nothing serious. I think he had a post uh, uh, post game press conference, so that's a good sign. You know that he didn't have to leave the arena, and he played through the through it because that was in the uh, first half. So he played through it. Um, moving on, unless you have something else on that. Uh, I wanted to go back to uh, game four of that series. Um, people need to start talking about Danny Green and P.J. Tucker's roles on those teams because P.J. and Danny are very important parts of these teams and not, not enough people talk about it. Um, I saw a stat somewhere that it's like up 30% when Danny Green is on the floor for the 76ers to make three points. And I think it it said something like half of them were because Danny Green was shooting the ball. And if you just look at the stats, of course, you're not going to think, Oh, PJ and Danny, they're, they're just, they're not really doing anything. And that's the problem with stat watching. If you actually watch the game, Danny and PJ are out there fighting every play. Um, yeah, they're they're glue guys to the biggest extent, man. He's like a OKC Kenny Hustle. Yeah, um, or a Warriors Draymond Green. Like they're the same role, maybe not to the same extent, but they're the same role. They're yeah, crucial. and especially uh, uh, PJ Tucker on uh, Miami. He is that get you get you get down there and you get dirty. He is that dream on. Yeah. You go down there and you get us those rebounds. When Bam can't, you you out muscle every play, and it's extremely fun to see him play against uh, Tobias and Joel. And um, uh, I love to see the Houston Rockets rematch you know, with him and uh, James. I think that's amazing. Yeah, it's. I'm. Um, I don't know, man. It's. Uh, you love to have glue guys like that on your team. That's for sure. Going back to that, um, <clears throat> PJ has just been absolutely for so many years. Just been that guy that you can count on. I mean, he played center for goodness' sake for a year <laughs> at six five. That alone should say a lot. I mean, that man, that man's been a fighter, you know. Even his story to get into the NBA, you know, like he he had to leave the NBA for a few years, go overseas, and then come back. Yeah, but um, that's crazy. Um, anything else for that? No, that's that's it. All right, Ja Morant doubtful for the playoffs with a bone bruise in his knee. Was it Jordan Poole or was it a different play? It was um, split. It's split, but I I want to start this out with first saying last night it was great seeing Jaw 
and Jordan dab it up before the game. Facts. So that there's no there's no hard feelings between them. I agree. Um, I found that was extremely important important for them to do. Um, but yeah, prayers up to Jaw. Uh, I don't know if they've said that it's from that play. It might just I know that he had landed wrong before in that game too. So it might have just pushed it over the edge. A lot of people saying um, he bumped knees with Clay Thompson on like a, yeah. a jump for a shot contest, and that did it. There's a lot of Warriors fans are saying. So, but I don't really know. Just, I'm not qualified to say. It's unsure. Right now. It's um, definitely unsure. Um, I mean, I mean, we were talking about it in the last pod. You you said it. Um, it's wearing his body down, all the athletic stuff. I mean, I'm not going to say that's what caused it, but I do think that probably played a part in it. You know, that's hard. That's I rough did. on your knees, jumping up and down like that for game after game. I after can't game. remember. I can't remember if I said exactly on the pod or if it was last night. Every time that man goes up for a dunk, it's just a Derrick Rose waiting to happen. It's scary. I just hope that because uh, he can use this season it, to strengthen. Yeah. Ja, like, I know everyone wants to make the Derrick Rose comparison, and it's understandable. But it really is when he is up there and he is landing on his knees every time. It's the same problem with Joel and Jokic. Every time, and even Giannis, every time they fall, one of these times they're going to be hurt and not get back up. And we're going to see another Greg Oden. Um, but, yeah, Ja, I don't know what he needs to do if it's – I don't think his role – should change, but the way he plays the role might have to change. Yeah, more more slashing with layups, more thirty point shots, and less just slamming it down. I think the most important thing with stuff like that is practice proper landing. Yeah, you don't. But even land then, off a thunderous dunk with no hanging on the rim. First of all, you want to hang on the rim when possible so you can land on two stable feet. And second of all, you don't want to come throw it down and land on like one foot soaring down to the ground. That's just a tear or a break or a sprain waiting to happen. It's just not a safe practice, and that's like how a lot of those injuries happen. So, Yeah, and then but on the other side of it, it can just be a freak accident. That's true too, and, and that's the scary part, like what you're saying, like – that stuff just puts a little bit of wear and tear on your body a little bit at a time, and next thing you know, you're on the ground and, you know, your Achilles is popped because, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, just so much strain on your body, especially with, like, you know, the amount he has the ball in his hands, the amount he's he's working, you know? It's just – so I praying for a speedy recovery. I'm praying that they don't rush him back and that he doesn't rush himself back. So, you know, take your time, Jaw. Take I definitely time. think um, them announcing that it's doubtful that he'll return is them saying that he's not going to return. They're yeah. going to hold him out. That's Yeah, most likely. I think that's them saying, unless we make it to the finals, he's done. I think that's what they're saying. Yeah. And I don't see them making it to the finals, especially without him. So Didn't have him doing it before. Sorry to break it to you, Memphis fans. But. Um, yeah. Continuing on with the game last night, uh, Kyle Anderson. 
Oh yeah, I love. Slow-mo. He has been shout out slow mo. He has been having an amazing season quietly all year, but this playoffs, he's just been taking off even more. Um, I wanted to read a stat line from last night. All right. Uh, twenty three minutes, seventeen points, Goodness. seven for eight. Eight rebounds and two assists. That man is a dog. Goodness, dude. That that is heck of 23 minutes, 17 points. That's awesome. Shout out, Slow. And only missed one shot with those eight rebounds, too, going up there and getting them rebounds. Um, Shout out, Slow. Yeah. (laughs) I, I love Kyle Anderson. I think he's a great player. I just love how he plays his pace. I love it so much, man. I love that. Oh, it's just awesome. I would love if he could get a like even of a bigger role than he already has. Oh yeah. I definitely think some of that comes from John not being there. But even then, he's had an amazing season. Yeah. And um, even then, like you need guys like that to be ready to step up when your player's not there. Like, like yeah. what were the Grizzlies without Jaw? Like fifteen and two or something crazy? Like eighteen and two, fifteen and two, something like that. It was it was like fifteen and three. Yeah, like you need guys. That's why that's possible. Is because of guys like Kyle Anderson, JJJ, Desmond Bain, Dylan Brooks, Brandon Clark, um, Tyus Jones. Yes, Tyus Jones. Um, there's another guy that came off their bench. I don't know. I don't think he's getting play. Uh, Stephen Adams, of course. Um, yeah, and oh, we got to we got to pause just for a second. Kiwi gets the start last night. Thanks. Thank you, Memphis. Thank you. Thank you, Memphis. Yeah, but go on. Um, I, I I was just trying to remember this guy's name. Um, Santi Aldama. Yeah. He, I've seen him at times uh, come in for Memphis and make an impact in the regular season. I've not seen him in the playoffs, but um, – Seen him. Uh, I mean, just a very deep team is what I'm trying to say. Memphis is a very deep team, and you Extremely. want to see that. Um, they're like up there with Miami as some of the deepest teams in the NBA. So and Minnesota, Minnesota as well. Yeah, they're pretty deep. But I, I just, I, just I, I like, I like uh, the comparison between J- uh, uh, Vander, uh, Vanderbilt, Jared yeah, Vanderbilt. and then and Kyle Anderson. They play. They play kind of the same role that real spark plug off the bench. Well, see, like the thing um, for me is 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 Vanderbilt's a lock. Like like he he's like an all defense guy, and Kyle Anderson's going to give you more of a spark on O than Jared Vanderbilt's going to. Like you can't sleep on uh, Kyle Anderson's defense the last oh, no, night. No, 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 yeah, I'm not sleeping on the defense. I'm just saying like he is much more of an offensive weapon than than Vanderbilt yeah. is. And I, th- I think there was a block last night where it was Kyle Anderson on uh, Poole, and he just it was uh, Poole was going up for a layup, and he just slammed that right away from him. Wow, it, it's shout out Memphis. I mean, you know they're gonna lose. Put up a good fight. Yeah, great season. Great season. You know they'll be back. Yeah, they'll be back. Hundred percent. Oh, you know who we forgot? Who? Uh, Zaire uh, Williamson. Zaire Williams, yes, Zaire Williams. Williamson. <laughs> oh yeah, Williamson. Mm. Williams. <laughs> yeah. Zaire Williams, yes. <clears throat> yes, yes. Um, he's great too. The Anthony Melton, 
Jared Culver. Jared yeah. Montrose, you could just go on. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, they're a great team, great deep team. Um, next, does DeAndre Ayton deserve a max deal? I say yes, 100 out of 100 times. I also say yes. Um, I also have his stats written down for the playoffs. I just like um, – go ahead, go ahead. He's playing 32 minutes, uh, 18.7 points per game, 64% from the field, nine rebounds, two assists, and uh, one and a half blocks. Amazing stats, but I think it goes past that for him because he's such a big part in everything Phoenix does. When you look at defense, he's the anchor down low. You know, uh, the center position is always so important on defense. They lock, you know, that they they um, lock down the interior. That's what they're supposed to do. Um, and on offense, he can fill so many roles. He has beautiful post game, beautiful touch on the hook shot. He has a beautiful mid-range spot-up game, whether it be catch-and-shoot or, you know, um, fading. Um, He's even, you know, seen him shoot some three-pointers. You don't usually see that, but yeah. And last but most certainly not least, he's a fantastic athletic role man for Chris Paul and D-Book. He just knows his role, and he excels at it, and he's, he's just so talented. And... I max extend him 10 out of 10 times if I'm Phoenix. And if you don't want to, that's fine. OKC, I guarantee they'll take him. We will take yeah. Aiden. We will take we will take big man. I will I will gladly take DeAndre Aiden um, as an OKC fan. I would love to have him on the Thunder. SGA, Aiden, pick and roll. My goodness. Giddy, Aiden, pick and roll. My goodness. Get my hopes up now, but oh, my gosh. Um, that was just a little throw in because we just wanted to talk about DeAndre Aiden. Show him some love. Um, and see, see with 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 Aiden the OKC, I'm still more of a uh, Carl Ta- uh, Cat believer to OKC. It's been rumored for so long. It has. It, it's been rumored for a little bit, but and he he did have kind of a disappointing playoff series. A little bit, yeah. He didn't at times. Didn't show he didn't. Times. There were some times where he could have stepped up and he didn't. But I don't put that series on. Uh, him. There's questions in that last game. Why are you playing Pat Bev in crunch time instead of D-Lo? Um, but yeah, Cat, I I just feel like it's more realistic. Yeah, because, but here's my thing. If they don't extend Aiton, I think it's more than realistic that he comes to OKC. I mean, Phoenix isn't the biggest market, so it's not like he's used to playing in the biggest of big markets already. And, um, you know, Shea and Lou, we have a great young core. It's definitely not uh, probably what he's used to if he comes and we win, you know, 20, 30 games compared to the 60 they won this year, 60-plus, 60-plus. But I I think it's it's semi-realistic at least, especially if they don't extend him. Obviously, if they extend him, he's not going to go anywhere. But, yeah. Anything else on that one? Uh, CP3. Yes. One. Uh, questionable foul calls in Game 4. That was the next topic. Yeah, and then also um, his disappointing stats from Game 4. Yeah, and, uh, he fouled out. It was a rough, yeah. rough time for me, man. I love me some Chris. Yeah, Paul. I had his uh, stats for Game 3 and Game 4. He had 
12 points, 7 rebounds, 4 assists, 7 turnovers, and was 5 for 9 in Game 3. Um, and then in, in Game 4, he had 5 points, 2 for 4, 5 rebounds, 7 assists, 2 turnovers, and bowed out in the 4. Yeah, they, they said we it just, themselves. Um, they could not find a rhythm in Dallas. Um, um, that uh, Them being Phoenix, you know, namely Chris Paul. Um, mm-hmm. But... I mean, right now the game's going on. They're up 23 on Dallas right now. I had them winning tonight. Um, Chris Paws, four points and eight assists, but one turnover, plus 10, and his team's winning by 23. Um, the way I look at this this Phoenix team and Chris Paul, I'm not worried about Chris Paul at all. Um, I think some if some people are, don't. Please don't. Chris Paul is an all-time great he knows what to do and when to do it. This man, this is the same guy that went 14 for 14 in a closeout game last playoff series. Not last year, not two years ago, last playoff series. And recency bias has already made a lot of people forget about that because he's had a couple single-digit scoring games. Am I saying that he had good games the past two or three games? No. What I'm saying is, is I'm not worried and I don't think that he's a choker because he scored in the single digits. That's what I'm saying. I don't think it's it's uh, as much about the scoring. It's more about the turnovers and fouling out in such an important yeah, game. Uh, fouling out, that's not like him, and that's something you're not going to see again, I guarantee it. Um, especially because, I, I, like I said, I had it in my notes. Those foul calls were a little questionable from what I've seen. Uh, maybe I need to see them from a different angle. But from what I've seen, at least one or two of them were extremely questionable. Um, and the turnovers, he's only got two tonight. He'll cut that down. That's very uncharacteristic of Chris Paul. You're only going to see that um, once in every other handful of times you're going to see a high turnover Chris Paul game. So, yeah, I'm I'm not concerned at all, and I, I still have Phoenix making the finals for me. So I mean, really, if they get past the Mavs, the only team standing in their way State. is the Warriors. Grizzlies, yeah, Grizzlies if they somehow done. pull it out, they have no chance. Yeah, Grizzlies, Grizzlies are done. Um, for sure. Um, anything I'd love else? to see the Mavs make it though. I'm I'm all for Phoenix, man. I'm I'm I, I let you know. Shout out Luca. Shout out Dallas. But I'm all for Phoenix. I want Chris Paul to get that chip. I want it, and I want it now. So, if Chris Paul doesn't get it this year, does he get one before he retires? It's definitely possible. I mean, for all we know, he could leave after his contract's up and go sign with a contender. You never know. Yeah, I just, I don't think he does. I mean, this is definitely like the biggest, the best chance he's ever had was uh, probably last year. Um, it's more competitive this year, I'd say, than it was last year because, um, just because of reasons that are like, for example, like um, after that, I mean, they probably beat their biggest com- competitor in the first round last year in the West, in the Lakers. Um, so, I mean, they lost last year, but I think that this year they have a very, very high chance, maybe even higher than last year. But, um, bottom line is this is as high. It's, he's not going to have a better chance again than he does right now. I think there's definitely, there's always a chance, but it won't get any higher, um, for the rest of his career than it is right now. My opinion. Yeah. Um, See, I just, I, I think. If he doesn't get one this year, next year it's real questionable with Aiton 
on the possible way out. Yeah. Um, also, I just don't know if I would have committed to Chris Paul with the contract that they gave him. I think they they seen they seen a title window right now and last year and next year, and they said this is too good to pass up on, and they took it. I, and I respect I, I, that. Yeah. I respect it. I, and I, I get it, but with Chris Paul at the age he is, year to year is very questionable. Well, yeah, but has he has he really noticeably regressed any besides like a three point percentage? I wouldn't say so. He's still, I mean, like maybe the scoring's not as high as it was three or four years ago, but he still knows when to turn it on. Like I said, I mean, this is the same guy that went fourteen for fourteen last series. He can still put it on when he needs to. He just knows he doesn't need to do that every night and every game and every minute and every quarter. So that's my take on it. For sure. Um, anything else on that? Um, I already talked about Dorian Finney-Smith, so nah. All righty. Um, Podley Tankathon spin. This is going to be the last one before the lottery, most likely. Oh, no, we may, oh, probably one more. No, we have what, yeah. we're going to most likely put an episode out. The day before, you're right, yeah, the day before. Or the morning, the morning. Morning before, yes. It'll either be Monday or Tuesday uh-huh. morning, next week, yeah. we'll have another episode out, episode three. So hype. Um, you want to go first? Uh, yeah, all right, three, two, one. All right, here's my tankathon. Number one, Orlando. Sacramento jumps up five, Portland jumps up three. Oh, my goodness. Houston down three, Detroit down two, and Oklahoma City down two. Indiana down two. And we stay at 12. Um, San Antonio's at nine. Shout out San Antonio. Had to drop San Antonio in there for my buddy. You know who you are. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, this, this is this is what a lot of people are preparing for, um, to not be disappointed. And I won't be disappointed if we land at six. I mean, obviously, I'd love to have one or higher than six. But I mean, you see how that turned out with Josh Giddy. So I'm, I'm, I'm completely fine. We're in a great situation either way. Six pick and twelfth pick. It's a great situation. I have, um, I have what we're really prepared for. Uh, Detroit moves up two to number one. Sac moves up five to two. Indy up two to three. Portland up two to four. Houston falls four, Orlando falls four, and we fall three to seven. Oof, seven. Yeah. Oof. So we get seven, twelve, and then thirtieth. Again, still a great position. A lot of teams would love to have that, but you know, obviously, we'd much, much rather have higher than seven or six. So, yeah. Yeah. Um. I think that about wraps it up for this episode. This one's uh, quite a bit shorter than the other episode, but uh, we were gonna do uh, subreddits. Yes, we can do that. We can do that. Um, should we save that? I don't know. We have we have a lot of stuff saved for Sunday. Let's see. All I've got saved in mine is Jokic MVP and Monty Coach of the Year, and then the Jokic honest question from Twitter. We also have the. Uh, Free agency game. Mm. We have the games after today. Um. Honestly, 
Let's save it. Let's save it. All right. Let's save it. Leave you guys on a cliffhanger. Um, we got a lot coming though. Um, next, uh, tune in next episode after this one for um, to, uh, us to talk about what we think about Nicole Jokic winning MVP, Monty Williams winning Coach of the Year, and if you have one possession to win a game and you can pick Jokic or Giannis to give the ball to, who are you giving the ball to? We're going to answer that in the next episode. Thank you all so much. We also got, Go yeah, we also got podcast games coming. Yes, yes, so. new segments, new segments soon. Um, definitely want feedback too. Um, make sure to send us screenshots if y'all listen to the podcast for follows backs um, on all socials. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, retweets, likes, um, or whatever the equivalent to that is on the social media platform you're posting it on. Um, and shout outs and all that good stuff. Make sure to follow the show on whatever platform you're on. And please, please, please message any of us and let us know what you think. Let us know what you like and what you don't like and what you want to see because we're all for you guys and we're here to entertain and um, also educate. So, yeah, and have a great time and meet awesome people. Indeed, indeed, indeed. All right. Uh, one thing before we leave, one thing before we leave. I tweeted last night that about Memphis and Golden State shooting. Memphis is 5 for 25 from 3, and the Warriors are 4 from 27. Glad to see they are supplying bricks so the NBA can build stadiums to add new teams. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, facts. Um, Looking out, you know, Memphis and and Golden State looking out for Vegas right there. They're supplying. They're the suppliers. They're either looking out for Vegas or Seattle. I guess we'll find out soon enough. <laughs> Thank yep. you guys so much. Um, and if 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 um, no further words from Trey, we're going to wrap this up right here. Yep, sounds good. All righty. Uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in again. Um, we love you all. God bless you all, and have a great rest of your day. God and bless we- you all. Yes, and week, and however long, until the next episode or until we next see you. So, again. God bless y'all. Have a great rest of your day and week and all that great stuff. See you later. See you Sunday. Yes, Sunday. Peace.